still in our midst and you are forever in our midst. We thank you for the academic exploits we hear, testifying to the fact that nobody serves you and goes home unrewarded. Father, and therefore, this morning, one more time, we desire and we request that you release your spirit in unimaginable fashion. Let lives be transformed. Lord, we rise above wisdom of words. We rise above the philosophy of man and we rise above the intellectual capacity and we request only that your word be communicated in truth and in the demonstration of the spirit. We desire that lives will be changed. Lives will be transformed. We will leave this place testifying to the impactful nature of your word. Even as we behold you, Jesus, we desire that we are changed from the image that we brought into this place, into the image of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. Continually change our lives until we become that edifice that you desire to make of us. And sweet spirit of the living God, walk in the hearts of the people hearing, break down every rebellion, break down ignorance, break down every resistance. Let the wisdom of the word that will be delivered in this very moment be such that no one shall be able to gain or resist. Cause your presence to fill this place in the minutes that we have. And let it spread over this campus. And let there be a testimony that Jesus is here. All of this we ask in the name of of your son Jesus Christ. Can you say believe in amen? Can you say believe in amen? How many people came to witness Jesus and receive from him this morning? I admonish you to join even as we just worship for a minute. Only you can satisfy me. Only you can satisfy my soul, satisfy my soul. Just close your eyes and talk to God. Only you can satisfy me. Only you can satisfy. How many people are expecting anything this morning? How many people are expecting? I realize that faith is predicated on expectation. If there is no expectation, then indeed you don't have faith. And if you don't have faith, you are not in his presence. Because if any man must come to God, 
he must acknowledge that he is he must believe that he is i know that faith is predicated on expectation and expectation is dependent on knowledge so do you know that something can happen to you this morning do you have an expectation can you bow your heads and in one minute communicate your expectation to god just communicate your expectation to god you don't have time in one minute can you do that and then we trust the lord can you do that a little bit louder grant you the desires of your heart in the name of Jesus. Can you shout amen like you are in the presence of God? Come on with a loud shout to God. With a loud shout to God. Take your seat in his presence. Hallelujah. This wisdom. This wisdom. This wisdom. This wisdom. This wisdom. Thank you so much chapel of praise for this honor and thank you so much god servant mama thank you so much the chapel representative every other executive and every one of god's people in the house thank you this wisdom i have realized that if my desire is to Mm, that Christ be formed in people, I will have to be coming down a, a bit. I realize that most times when we speak with that youthful energy, very few people hear us. So we now, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we now started talking one by one. So are you hearing what I'm saying? I, I need your response. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I love the psychology of my generation. The young people in my generation, we, they encourage us ministers to be shouting and be fast, and you'll be shouting. But at the end of the day, only few used to hear. So one of those days, the Spirit of God now told us, yeah, they, I will now choose when you speak fast. I will now choose when you speak slow. So on this day, I am doing what I am speaking slow so that you will hear me. If time permits us, and then in second service, he wants us to go fast, we will go fast. But please, pay attention. Eh? If you can, if you are following me, say I hear you. All right. So wisdom, I just decided to bring practical wisdom in a few minutes um, because I realized that wisdom is actually life. While yesterday, God used his servant, Pastor Joseph, to buttress on what wisdom is and emphasized on how we can get into wisdom. Today, I, by the help of the Holy Spirit, meanwhile, this is not what I had hoped to minister today. I had expected to go on a different, something very um, different. But then, um, after yesterday's session, um, the Spirit of God gave me this to speak about. So what I'm bringing to you is wisdom in itself. 
they defined wisdom yesterday, right? We were told what wisdom is. Can you speak back to me? Am I right? All right. So those of you that were not around, I believe the media had the message recorded. It will profit you if you can request for it and bless your soul before your exams on Monday. So um, what I'm bringing now is that wisdom that you were told about last night. That wisdom. Proverbs 8, 35 to 36 says, Whoso findeth me, findeth life. So that wisdom, that practical wisdom, is what I bring this morning. Are you getting me? Are you, are you following at all? Can we have some attention here, please? Um, um, wisdom is to avoid distraction at this point. And even if you are walking and you are serving, endeavor to pay attention. So, um, this wisdom, that's what we will just speak about. I know you went home last night and you slept. Some of you had very amazing dreams. You know, I went home last night and I couldn't sleep. And when sleep is taken from my eyes like that, I always recognize that the Spirit of God is about to send me on an errand. So while I was turning, I couldn't find sleep. I decided to find the purpose for sleep not being available. And I got the bulk of what I'll speak to you this morning. So because the question in my heart was, what then can stop us? I mean, after last night, what then can stop us? You know, that was where the discourse we had with the Holy Spirit before the time that I was able to sleep last night. Um, what then can stop you? You were taught wisdom. You were brought, there were deliverance sessions here. I know nobody fell down. And so in your school of thought, you didn't know the magnitude of deliverances that took place here. And when I see you think like that, I just recognize that you are still growing. But if you are a man of the spirit, you realize that yesterday, the deliverances that took place here was, if, if you fell down, you would have robbed yourself of that deliverance. It was necessary that you stand until God completes what he was doing. So there were a lot of, um, then there was the knowledge impartation, wisdom impartation. And then if all of these things has been done, what then can stop us? then the Holy Spirit also made me to understand that it, therefore it is only us that can stop ourselves after last night I tell you the truth because I've been here specifically at least three times before an exams and each time I bring you counsel from God each time the Spirit of the Lord furnishes impartations to the extent that you will be excellent. Again, this is like the, the third time. If your life is not producing that excellence, I think we should now beam the search angle away from the devil and focus it on us. Because I'm doing this with a passion. Because God has seen how that you are passionate in his presence. So many of you love the Lord. So many of you are, are servants in the real sense of it. You have served God upon this mountain. There is a testimony written of you in heaven of your faithfulness upon this mountain. But we have to 
now query and find out what then could be what then could stop us because this is very necessary i tell you that what i'm saying to you is what god wants you to hear that it is only you that right now in the matters of excellence in life and in academics is only you that has the ability to stop yourself right now the devil has been rendered powerless it is you that will now take power and go back to the devil and say i relinquish that authority to you so pay attention i will not be able to do much in this first service but will do more in second service so pay attention to this because they say um the people that god is using us to teach month in month out they've started saying things like it that i am a hard teacher how that it is not exciting to hear me and sometimes i'll feel bad i want to come out and encourage and and speak in such a way that they will be standing up and taking notes they will now be like sir sometimes i want i feel like i should do that but unfortunately ordination will not allow because i've discovered that if god is calling you to raise giants it will not be milk that he will give you to feed them it is bone are you hearing what i'm saying it is what bone and that bone it will be difficult for them to crush it but god is now looking for the person who will behave like the patient dog and take that bone and grind it one by one there's something called abrasion in engineering am i speaking to science students they will now you know what uh, you know they will now grind it from have you given a bone to a dog before and that bone bone was inconceivably unbreakable come back after one day what will happen to that bone you've realized that he won't break it but that bone has he has chopped off such that the size that you gave it is not the size you come back to me. give it one week when you see that bone you will not believe that is the bone so god will always give us bones to give to people and sometimes we ask him say just give us milk let us make them happy small so listen that wisdom the matters of wisdom that we are talking about is life itself wisdom the magnitude of wisdom that is applicable to academic excellence is so small that when you leave school you realize that you were pursuing the wrong wisdom the wisdom that you need is such that you you find application in academics and it finds application in every area of your life right from school it now forms a confidence inside you that whatever i'll go out to meet in the future the god that wisdom that energized me to prevail as it were in school is still with me are you getting what i'm saying because I, is someone getting what i'm saying i said be responding now the middle people are you getting what i'm saying And so, the Spirit of God said, this is very essential because the most difficult man to help is the man who is the cause of his own problem. Oh, that man. Because yesterday they were teaching. Pastor Joseph was taking an, a deliverance session. Me, I stood up because I'm a student. Some of you know that. I stood up. Let it not be that 
the time of my visitation has come and I'm carrying shoulder as a second speaker. Well, somebody was strolling in front of quality assurance. <laughs> and now, when, when the Spirit of God brought this to me last night and he reminded me of that, I was just looking outside. I saw somebody was strolling. He now said, you, this is why they need to hear that the most difficult man to help is that man who is the cause of his own problem. Because one of the things you that man does not know is that he's the cause of his own problem. So while he's looking for solution outside, the solution is to be found inside. And so I want to demystify the challenge. You see, when God made me know that I have a pivotal role to play in the rising of people in my generation, the first thing it made me to understand was the psychology of young people in my generation. If you hear me speak sometimes, you will think, how old is he? I'm not very far away from your age in, in stature. But by virtue, of, um, by virtue of trainings and subjected dealings, eh, the things that I am privileged to communicate will not be in accordance with age. Because for me to be able to be relevant to my generation, I will have to first of all be taken through dealings that will fashion age in the spirit inside me. So it made me to understand the psychology of my generation. It is such that the, the, web, the web that the devil is throwing against our generation is not the same that he brought against mama's generation. It's not. Hope you know the devil is not omniscient. He's not all-knowing. He will just study. That's his, his only wife. This wisdom that we are speaking. Do you know the Bible says the devil is wise? Oh, you've not seen the wise old serpent. You've not seen it in your Bible. The man against whom you are in combat is called wise. The Bible testifies that he's wise. He will study the prevailing nature of this generation and know how to come across to capture them in order that he will defeat the purposes of God. And so, the nature of the web that is against us in this generation, myself inclusive, is the Babylonian tendency. Let me tell you what is the Babylonian. When Egypt, each world power has its colonization strategy Egypt will bring you from where you are and bring you to their land train you in their culture in their doctrine indoctrinate you and then you become slaves to them the Greek will take out of you take you to a training center and school you and when they school you, they will take you back to your land and then they rule, pardon me. You take you back to your land and then you rule. The Greek will just stay in their own place and design the, a syllabus for everyone to study. And by virtue of coming under that syllabus, you are a slave to them because they control your thinking. Have you seen the Babylonian system? It doesn't care where you are. You can be inside church. All it desires is a whim of your soul. The word of the Babylonian system is called corruption. 
All he just wants is to corrupt you. That is why if you bring a clean water and you drop a drop of dirty water, what happens? Oh, can you speak back to me? What happens? But if you drop a drop of clean water in dirty water, do you observe any difference? The Babylonian system, all it desires is that it brings corruption to your soul. It will just notice an area in which you are in which you are lost in after and will now build an edifice on that loss just to corrupt yourself. In that, you can be a man of God. You can be anointed and a singer. He will just allow a prevailing struggle in your inside through which he will use to take all the glory that God had designed for himself by putting that grace inside you. And so, if you are aware of these facts, you will guide yourself. The nature of this end time battle is such that you will pray the prayer of David in Psalms chapter 12. If you, verse 7, David would say, preserve me from this generation. You will pray the prayer of Paul to the, the church in Philippi. He said that ye be blameless in this crooked and perverse generation. That is the psychology of the last days. In that all the devil desires, he will allow you to be wise, but he will corrupt that wisdom. Am I, I are you guys still with me this morning? Whenever my time is up, that's where we'll end. I said in the second service is when we'll, we'll deal with this major. And so, if you are conscious of this, you realize that we dwell we are living in evil times we are living in treacherous times we are living in intentional times the times that we live in are not the times that our parents live in the kingdom of darkness in these days are very intentional about overriding the kingdom of god in other words the boundaries of the kingdom of darkness are extending more and more into the hearts of men and even the men that are, are in church because of this system that they employ. The kingdom of darkness in these days are very intentional about the heart of man such that they don't care what your qualification, what your anointing, what your power is, what your wisdom is. They just want a seat to sit in your heart. And once that the kingdom of darkness has gotten a throne in your heart, they will allow all your works to continue. They know that if your heart is corrupted, even your works will be unfruitful. So I bring this announcement this morning that darkness is threatening to invade the kingdom of God so powerfully that even in your academics the things whereunto you are going through you know the challenges you know the fact that you sometimes some of you write and the result that is coming is not according to what you wrote you know sometimes all those missing scripts sometimes all of those things are so that the king of darkness is showing you that in these last days it's an evil time you don't just move by the energy of the flesh or because me i don't look for trouble i am a nice man my parents are not troublesome people my grandfather is not a witch my, somebody will just see the fact that you were a fine native and will will bring evil to your doorstep 
you see in in the days of our father you will see somebody who say me i'm just going to school i don't want to be very serious about these spiritual things i just want to do my education read my books and leave if you try it in these days and time some of you that tried it <laughs> when you enter school you're a good boy a very good boy in fact the only most notable sin that you committed was lie the, the one every one of us did and stealing from the pot but since that day eh, that they flogged you and you thought you were adopted. You remember that day? Uh -huh. Since that day, you, stop, you stopped. So you now came into school. You were a good boy. I don't want to do this spiritual thing too much because I came to get my degree and live. By 300 level, the things you'll be capable of, even Seta <laughs> will be surprised. <laughs> even, oh, you realize that you have turned to a babalawu. You won't know. You, the, the corruption will come in one by one. One by one. Small, small. Before you know it, when you are done with it, oh, you just hold yourself like this. I never expected it. That I can get to this place. That's the kingdom that we live in nowadays. Let's open our Bibles to Jeremiah 51 verse 20. Oh, give it, please. Jeremiah 51 verse 20 will do it and then you understand why why I am bringing this why you need wisdom maybe maybe this first service will be called why you need wisdom uh -huh. the topic is this wisdom then maybe the sub topic that we are considering is why you need wisdom so thou art my battle axe and you are my weapons of war for with thee will I break in pieces the nations and with thee Will I destroy kingdoms? You know, we are going to 24, so follow me. And with thee will I break in pieces the horse and his rider. And with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider. And with thee will I also break in pieces man and woman. With thee will I break in pieces old and young. With thee will I break in pieces the young man and the maid. With I will also break in pieces with thee the shepherd and his flock. And with thee I will break in pieces the husbandman and his yoke of oxen. And with thee will I break in pieces captains and rulers. And I will render unto who? And to all the inhabitants of Chaldea, all their evil that they have done. In where? Say. Now you believe everything I was saying. Do you believe? Babylon was doing evil where? Where was Babylon doing evil? In church. In church. And so, in these days, there is an urgency in the heart of the Father to raise kingdom functionaries, to raise warriors, to raise men and women that he will walk through. This has always been the purposes of God. That the kingdom of God will find extension. It, it will be warfare. It will be warfare. When the kingdom of darkness is encroaching into the territories of the kingdom of God, there are men who are turning the battle to the gate and facing Isaiah 28 and verse 5. There are men who are taking the battle to the gate, to the gate, to the boundaries of the kingdom of God to protect the integrity of this kingdom. In those, these are the days that we live in. Such that the church is not he said in that day shall the lord of hosts be for a crown of glory and for a diadem of beauty unto the rest of his people verse 6 go ahead verse 6 and for a spirit of judgment to him that seated in judgment and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate 
God is desiring that men and women, boys and girls will arise, that he will fashion in them a functionary, a representative, a warrior, a man. The reason you need wisdom is not just to pass an exam. That your exam is a battleground that God wants to furnish you with wisdom so that the kingdom of God will be enthroned upon that department. It will be said that who are they that are leading in this department? They will say they are they of the kingdom of God. It is warfare. And wisdom is just a strategy. It is warfare. We are in dangerous times. The church is no more where you go to and then you now, you lift up your hands and you say, I am worried. Before you know it, you are kneeling down and tears are coming out and you leave and be snoring all night. That's not, a church is now a training ground where men and women, boys and girls, battle axes and weapons of war are being fastened. It's not a house of production. It's a manufacturing place where boys and girls are being fashioned. Are being fashioned to break in pieces nations. To break in pieces departments. To break in pieces hard things. Hard things. Difficult things. To break in pieces electrical engineering. To break in pieces chemical engineering. So that the kingdom of God will now be represented. That they will call the best graduating students out. And it is a battle axe. A weapon that the Lord has used to break in pieces the kingdom of darkness over that department. Those are the days that we live in. So, God does this through what? God accomplishes this through what? Through functionaries. Through what? Through functionaries. Because you know that why some of you might not believe these things, but God is always dependent on man to carry out his purposes. Can I just do this scenario and then we pray? My time is up. Come. Can we have like four brothers? Can we have and uh, two more. Yes. So, Ora Sabenumandis. Yes. So, four, please. Come. Come. Can, can we have face this way? One of you face me, please. No. So, join them here and then face me. And so, yes. And so, can we have one other person? One other guy. Brother, come. And this, this is dangerous times. Come. And so the kingdom of darkness is a drama. You are not the kingdom of darkness. So the kingdom of darkness is intentional. And then, okay, no, you be kingdom of God so that you will not feel bad. <laughs> so just stand. Stand there. Stand at the back. Stand at the back. And thank God I'm wearing black. Eh? Um, purple is royalty. So that's God. Uh -huh. So the kingdom of darkness is intentional in eroding the boundaries. So, where Christ had been exalted in chemical engineering, for example, that by the grace of God, in the times that we were there, they would hold solemn assembly every Monday. In the grace of God, by the times that we were president, it was obvious the senator was a, a campus fellowship executive in the apostolic church, and the president, of course, was a worker. It was intentional. If you are not kingdom of God, you are not represented there. We will vote you out. You can't. The excellent students that were recorded were from this chapel. It was intentional. So, the kingdom of darkness, you don't know. You think you are just in school. The kingdom of darkness are now realizing that that's one department gone. It, it means the kingdom of God has been extended over that department and is encroaching into other departments. So, he will raise functionaries. In order that, he will defeat that purpose. And so, this is chemical engineering, therefore, 
and so he's advancing currently you know if you look around your department you know the people that are seated around you so he's advancing in deliberately and then God's own response system is not to come down from heaven and fight God can oh, oh the creator cannot fight it's illegal only how did God part the Red Sea? We are told in Psalms that he did like this. And the rest, oh, you have not read that he said by the breath of his nostrils, the Red Sea was parted. He did, and the Red Sea what? The Bible says in Job that he speaketh to the Orions. Do you know what is Orion? Orion is a galaxy. God, when he wants to have communication, the earth is too small. The planet is small. The solar system is small. For him to have communication, why do you think the children of Israel ran in Exodus chapter 19 and say, talk with Moses. If you speak with us, we will die. Let Moses go and die. If Moses does not have a fine wife. <laughs> so when God wants to speak, he speaks with galaxies. Or I don't the galaxy. So the solar system alone cannot even sustain the voice of God. It thundered like many waters. And so God now, due to this majesty, man, if he were to decide to come down to fight, what will he do? How will he fight? If he does a breath of his nostrils, Aquabu University will be lifted up and they won't have a university here again. So how does he fight? If he just like this, maybe half of this place will be divided. So understand his dilemma. He can't. He can't fight creation. And so he will decide all of him cannot battle this kingdom of that there will be no heaven and earth they, before he stops realizing what has happened about 300 galaxies have, have disappeared and all of us are in just earth <laughs> so he will now decide to release dimensions of himself he will release dimensions into this guy 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 so it as many as come to him he will upload dimensions of himself he will divide himself into many tributaries because only if he stands alone he's too mighty so he will now release maybe like 0.0000000999% into them and then now enriches them with wisdom which is just a strategy for warfare and then sends this one into chemical engineering then sends this one into electrical engineering, sends this one into geology, and sends this one into matter stats. Are you getting a picture of what I'm saying now? So, if you desire wisdom, find your place in that army, rise up on your feet. You desire wisdom. That's, that's the 30 minutes alarm is off. Find your place in that arm. This exams is not a, is not a competition. It's a battle. It's a battle. Let's, let's use the story of two men to pray. We'll pray. David and Gideon. First Samuel, second Samuel 22, because so many of you have been going through challenges. But God wants you to hear this morning that he's empowering you to go back to those enemies that you have been running from. Somebody didn't hear me. I said, those enemies that you've been running away from, 
this morning, what God wants to do to you is to equip you and send you back to them. Oh, that's the kind of man David was. All his life, he was running from Saul. And David spoke unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. David all his life was running from Saul. And then, one day, on a day like this, God called him out and equipped him and sent him back to the very same people he was running away from. Can we do the following verses? This is now the testimony of David, a man who had been used to running. Some of you, you come into a dream and you lie down before your exams and you see a masquerade pursuing you. And before you know it, that's how your results have, 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 have turned around. Some of you, a brothers in our midst, eh? ah, I will not do shake my head and be Marima Marima for you to know that I'm speaking concerning people here. Some of you, before your exams, you have dreams of sexual molestations and then you get into an exam and everything is turned around. Some of you, before exams, you have certain dreams of someone pursuing the machete before you know it's script are missing. Before exams, you see yourself as a tortoise trying to run and your legs are not moving. And those, all of those things, whether it has happened to you before or it has not happened to you before, this morning, the Lord is enriching you with strength. And when the Lord is enriching you with strength, my prayer for you this morning was that that dream will not come to an end. That dream will repeat. But this time around, you will speak like David, that he treated my hands to war, so that the bow was still is broken by my arms. Go ahead. Can you follow me, media, please? Thou hast given me the neck of my enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. They looked for but there was none to save, even unto the Lord, but he answered them not. Then I beat them as small as the dust of the earth. I did stamp them as the mile of the street, and I spread them abroad. Thou also hast delivered me from strivings. Thou hast kept me to be the head of the heathen. A people which I knew not shall serve me. And in verse 45, strangers, invigilators, lecturers, shall submit themselves up to me as soon as they read what I have written. They shall be obedient unto me. That is your prophecy. That is the word of the Lord this morning. This is warfare. And the Lord is energizing you as his battle representative. As you are entering into that exams, he will teach your hands to fight. He will teach your fingers to war. Your enemies will be brought under you. Your hand will break the neck of your enemies. And the Lord will fashion in you a capacity that you never knew existed before. Your potentials that never came alive in this semester's exams, they will come alive. That boundary that you have never crossed, sometimes you will walk hard. There are people under the sound of my voice. In a year, you will target a CGPA, a GPA, but you always fall short of it. You'll be looking for maybe four A's and two B's. Once you have had four A and one B, the last cause must always cut so that they will not have a reason to be joyful. The Lord is saying in this semester, He is teaching your hands to fight and your fingers to war. Can you turn that into a prayer for yourself? Can you turn that into a prayer? Can you turn that into a prayer? Teach my fingers to fight. But I can't hear people praying. Oh, 
are they not people that there is a witness to their hearts? Are they not people that there is a witness to their spirit? He teached my hands to war. A bow of steel is broken by my arms. He teached my fingers to fight. He has given me the neck of my enemies. He has guided me with strength to battle. Give me verse 40, verse 40. Asaba Baratane. Thou has guided me with strength to battle. Thou has guided me with strength to battle. With wisdom to battle. With wisdom to battle. With wisdom to battle. Them that rose up against me. You have subdued under me. Those causes that rose up against me. Those lecturers that rose up against me. The enemies that rose up against me. Shamaneta. Erabalata. Psalms 119. Give me verse 90. Psalm 119. Verse 98. Verse 98. And verse 99. 98 and 99. This is the purpose of wisdom. Thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than my enemies. Wisdom is given to you as a strategy for battle. Wisdom is a strategy for battle. It is not just to pass an exams. It's to cause you to prevail. You can pass an exams, but you do not prevail. Give me 98 and 99 together. One, one, one word. Thou hast given me understanding than teachers. Thou through thy commandment have made me wiser than my enemies. I have more understanding than my teachers. For thy testimonies, they are my meditations. In the name of Jesus. Before I proclaim over your lives, bow your heads right now and close your eyes. Are there people who want to be brought into this kingdom? Are there those who are still functioning outside this kingdom? Who desire to be brought into this kingdom? That is what the alarm that my spirit is ringing right now. That there are people who are still outside this kingdom. And the Lord has this promise only for those in the kingdom. Can you put your hands on your chest where you are standing? Listen to me. What I mean is you are functioning outside this kingdom and you desire to be inducted, to be brought into, into the kingdom of God, into the kingdom of God, that he will fashion a warrior, a battle axe, a weapon of war out of you. Put your hands on your chest and ask God, come into my life right now, right now. If you are doing it, do it as confidently as you know that he's going to answer your prayer. Tell him, come into my life right now. Are you broken? God is looking for a broken heart right now. He's looking for a broken heart. Tell him, come into my life right now. Before now, I have not been conscious that this is a battle of kingdom to kingdom. But right now, I make that. If you are not making that oath, please don't be friendly around. If you are making it, make it very confidently. And be sure that you are. I come into the kingdom. I ask for the forgiveness of my sin. I ask for the forgiveness of every rebellion. And as I come into this kingdom, oh, that you alone in your mercies will fashion your purpose in me. Fashion your purpose in me. In the name of Jesus. Those that prayed, come out. Step out. Let me pray for you. You are the only set of people I'm praying for. If you had done that, can you move out quickly? Move out quickly. I want to pray for you. Move out quickly. I know what I'm saying. On Friday, 
God has erected, I was seated there when that young lady was ministering. And the Lord said to me, this is my season of raising weapons of war. And that is just one of them. I was seated there. And in my normal nature, I don't talk to people. I would have called and talked to her. I just left. Listen to me. In this season, God is intentionally raising battles, battle axes, and weapons of war. That is when you understand wisdom as a strategy for that purpose. Bow your heads if you have stepped out here and tell the Lord, I make this covenant with you this morning. The 3rd of April, 2022. The 3rd of April, 2022. I make that covenant with you this morning. And I desire, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Separate me from wrong friends. Separate me from wrong actions. Separate me from wrong decisions. And change my life. Use me as a weapon. Some of you here, you have known over the years that God desires to use you as his weapon. But you have not allowed yourself to be used of God. Now is that time to tell God, I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. The Spirit of God is telling me there is still be someone inside the auditorium right now. Can you move out and complete this? That the Spirit of God will fashion and complete that which he desires to do in you. an alarm. An alarm is sounding. An alarm is sounding. It's an alarm for war. It's an alarm for war. The kingdom of darkness are intentional and they are eroding the kingdom of light. It will not happen on this campus. In the academics, you will shine as a light in the name of Jesus. Raise up your two hands to heaven, Father. These are the seeds of this message. These are the seeds and these are the fruits of your word that you have given. You that gave the word I pray that you preserve them. Preserve them. Preserve them. Preserve them. Preserve them. I declare deposit of the Holy Ghost in your inside right now. And he will influence and control your desires, your actions, your speeches. And every single thing that does not go in accordance with God's will for your life, the Lord deliver you. In the name of Jesus we are praying. How many of you here are serving in a unit? If you are not serving in one, hold God. From now on, hold God true. Hold God like this. Hold God with your two hands. Hold God with your two hands. Hold God with your two hands. Locate a place. Bow your heads and serve. The wisdom that is coming upon you is for warfare. You are not like every other person. Don't judge yourself by what others are doing. Don't compare yourself with what others are doing. You are a special instrument in the hand of God. And I bring you an announcement that you are the Davids that God is going to use on this campus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Whether you are a minister or in gospel or not, in your field, in your academics, some of you into medical science, into computer, into agri, whatever it is you are doing, the Lord will sustain your arm in that place in the name of Jesus. This brother is waiting for you. Follow them quickly and then they will get some details from you and return. God bless you in the name of Jesus. Follow this brother, please. Follow this brother. Everyone else, the Lord bless you. The hand of the Lord comes upon you. In your academics, the hand of the Lord will be seen. I can't hear you. In your academics, the hand of the Lord will be seen. In your spiritual life, the hands of the Lord will be seen. In your finances, the hand of the Lord will be seen. In your family, the hand of the Lord will be seen. In all areas of the life, the wisdom of God is visible in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and give God praise. He deserves it.